The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. I love it when I get a chance to talk to Colin Hay for a few moments. He has been busy lately, coming out of the pandemic with two solo albums and a new tour. In fact, his latest album, Now and the Evermore, is quite simply amazing with guest appearances that include his longtime friend Ringo Starr. Let's talk about that now with Men at Work lead singer Colin Hay in the UK. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me again. I think the last time we spoke, you were putting together songs for an album. And was this the result of this current solo album? Because we talked about the other one that you had as well. This was, um, yeah, the original record that came after that. Now in the Evermore, it's called. How does it feel to uh, tour again? Because I know you're in the midst of it and you'll be coming to Vegas uh, next month. Oh, it's all quite familiar. It's, it's, it's all familiar. It's a little bit strange it's a little bit you know slightly stilted because of the fact that you know you're always wary of covid so yeah. it's, it's not you know it's not with complete abandon out there on the road but you know we take precautions and so we keep things pretty tight but uh we don't you know we just don't want to get sick so um but we have to do that but but playing is great the audiences are great the music is great the camaraderie between all, all the bands is cool so we're having a good time uh, there is one thing that a, a recent reviewer said about you, and that is, even without playing your great songs, I would go to his show just to see him tell the stories that he tells for an hour and a half. He's very engaging. That's that's quite a review, isn't it? Yeah, that seems to be, uh, well, that's good. That's nice. That seems to be a part of what people come and, come and see for the last that's your ideas, I think. You know, I think it sprang from the fact that when I first started going out on the road again after the old band uh, was over, um, you know, I was playing to relatively small audiences. I think that, you know, I just started to talk to people, you know, because it was a relatively small audience. And so it became quite conspiratorial in many ways, you know, and yeah. so uh, it just grew from that. It grew from that to being part of the show. I love your song now and the evermore. It is so melodic. I, I mean, I carry that song with me all day ever since I, I heard it the first time. It's just brilliant. Well, I appreciate that. I like it too. I think it. Yeah, I, I like to think that it stay with you in a good way. And um, you know, it's it's unashamedly Beatlesque in nature. You know, it just kind of came out that way. But yeah. um, it's just it's just what it is. You know, you can't really you can't really hide what you what you. Uh, what you were influenced by when you're growing up, so why not celebrate? Ringo Starr plays on this album. Speaking of the Beatles, that was yeah. that's nice to just pick up the phone and say, "Hey, what do you think? Can you help me out here?" Yeah, well, you don't you don't just pick up the phone. I was <laughs> you know I was a little nervous about asking it, but yeah, it was very great. So yeah, yeah, send it over. Yeah, right. so, so it's great for me to have the first thing you hear on the record being um, an iconic Ring, Ringo Starr uh, drum fill. Fantastic. It's very much Ringo. You can tell right away, can't you? And yeah. I, I, you've yeah. of course played with Ringo Starr and his All Star Band a few times now. What are some of the funnier moments on tour with Ringo? Because I've heard a few from other guys like Todd Rundgren and. Well, he's very funny, Ringo. He's very engaging, and he loves to just have a chat and tell stories. And and uh, he's a beautiful, a beautiful energy, you know. So you know, you have a little downtime. You're on. A, you know, you finish the show and you you get into a um, a plane and you're sitting there for a little while. So you know, it's 
it's just a lot of it's a lot of fun. He loves to play. He loves to he loves to play. He's 82 years old. He's in amazing in amazing shape, and uh, he's basically an, he's an inspiration, really. That other solo project, I just don't know what to do with myself. When you're talking about a Dusty Springfield song or a Burt Bacharach song, it's a little more complicated, I think, isn't it, than people realize? You mean the structure of those songs? Yes. Oh, they're beautiful. I mean, Burt Bacharach doesn't get any better. It doesn't doesn't get any better than than uh, going through his his chord changes. Are lovely. You know what a writer, incredible. What a singer Dusty was. Yeah, one of my favorite female singers. Um, how strange was yeah. it? Because I've heard this story, too, from other uh, singers. And you were, in this case, standing in line anonymously at a CVS, and one of your songs was playing over the speakers above you. That had to be a little strange. Oh, that happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, the standing in lines in a lot of places, I hear my music. It's good. Uh, you don't tap the guy on the shoulder in front of you and say, that's me. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's part of my it's part of my stick. It's part of my show. That little that little routine. Actually, you must have had that from somewhere. It, you must hear it all the time because I did last week at the grocery store. I heard Men at Work yeah. playing. Yeah. Um, I guess you know you've made it when you can hear Men at Work and you're squeezing your. Yeah, that's right. You're, che- you're, you're checking to see whether the peaches are ripe. Uh, you got sober some thirty years ago. How do you think that has changed what you do as a person and as a musician? Well, I'm still alive, really. So if, if I hadn't have stopped drinking, I wouldn't be alive now. You know, I know that. So it was it, the game changer for me. Um, giving up the drink, I tried for a few years, and I finally managed in January. I think it was '91. So I just, I, I think I wanted to stop. That was the thing. Uh, that um, there's all kinds of people, you know, talk about alcohol and addiction in general. But I really knew I had a problem, so I just, I just wanted to stop. So I did eventually, and uh, it, it changes your life in, a, in in amazing ways. I mean, it's a softer way to live. You know, you don't have the extreme, you don't have the extreme highs, you don't have the extreme lows, but uh, you feel like I feel plugged in. I feel like I'm part of the best. Uh, whereas I didn't before. Uh, your voice has always sounded great, and I imagine that it even improved the quality of your vocal performances. Yeah, we're just getting I, I, getting enough sleep. I'm lucky in the sense, uh, just genetics is the thing. My father could sing. My father had a beautiful voice, so I got my voice from my mother and father. And um, I'm just lucky it's hung in all this time, and I, I try and get enough sleep. Sleep is the thing that uh, you shouldn't uh, skimp on. You know, if you can possibly get eight hours sleep, that's going to really help your voice. And warming up and doing some exercises, there's lots of ways you can find out about doing warm-up, especially like anything. You know, if you're, if you're going to sprint for 100 yards, you don't just, you know, you don't just sprint. You've got to warm your muscles up. Same with the voice, really. I think that really helps a lot. As you have gone on now for all these years, does songwriting, is there, is there a different process these days? Has it come fairly easily to you? Sometimes, I mean, you love the you love the songs that come easy because you know that's a that's a great gift. But often you have to wrestle them to the ground, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and uh, put in the work. Ideas are easy. Finishing songs is not so easy. You know, finishing them is, is, 
is where the work comes in. A lot of great work went into Colin Hayes now and the Evermore, and it's available at Amazon, iTunes, Apple Music, and ColinHay.com. And you can find out about all the tour information there. In fact, we're really looking forward to seeing you here September 3rd, Men at Work at the Fremont Hotel and Casino. Colin, always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, Stay well on tour. I will do that. I will do my best to do that. Uh, All right, mate. Thank you. Bye-bye. When you see Colin Hay in concert, you will hear all of those amazing stories I was talking about from the men at work days up until now. That finishes this musical episode of the Fake Show podcast. I'm Jim Tofty. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Listen to the Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com. Don't